We're podcasting from the Edwin Cardinal O'Brien Pastoral Center in Washington, D.C., home base for the Archdiocese for the Military Services USA. I'm Public Affairs Officer Taylor Henry. And it's my honor to be talking today to Michelle Nash and Elizabeth Tomlin, both of the Military Council of Catholic Women. Michelle is the current president of the MCCW, and Elizabeth is past president and also serves as general counsel to the Archdiocese for the Military Services, having long ago passed the notoriously difficult New York bar exam and uh, going into private practice after that before joining us here at the Archdiocese for the Military Services. Michelle and Elizabeth, welcome. Thank you, Taylor. I'm I'm so glad to have you here today. And I want to know more about the MCCW, and I'll throw this question out to whichever of you wants to answer. What is the MCCW? So the MCCW, much like a lot of acronyms in the military, can very much leave people wondering. But it is the Military Council of Catholic Women Worldwide. Um, And I know council sounds like a board of some sort, but when we say Military Council of Catholic Women Worldwide, we really are talking about uh, women as a whole, council in the seat of wisdom, guidance, support, encouragement, um, really sharing a journey together. And so the Military Council of Catholic Women Worldwide has just recently, not too long ago, uh, around four years now, if I need to be corrected, Elizabeth can chime in, but we became a nonprofit organization. And so that has really kind of changed a little bit of what our organization um, should somewhat be focusing on, but our mission statement has uh, never changed, which is really being the visible presence of Christ in our military chapel communities for our military, active duty military women, military uh, women who are dependents, uh, families, and for our military chaplains. Elizabeth, what does the fact that the MCCW is now a nonprofit organization, um, you know, what is the impact on the organization and what uh, you do? Sure. So, so the MCCW is a nonprofit. So previously the, the organization existed as an auxiliary of the Army, um, so as a nonprofit, being a subsidiary of, of the military archdiocese, we're really able to reach across all the branches of the military um, and, not, and not just the Army. It also, it also um, puts us under, under the authority of, of where we belong, which is, which is with our archbishop. So we take our direction from our archbishop. Um, and so that, that's what's changed since it's become a nonprofit. The other, the other thing that's changed about it is... Um, is funding. You know, as a non as a nonprofit, you kind of have to sing for your supper, and and search for ways to to be useful to the chapel communities and to the to the women of the military services, and this archdiocese, and also be able be able to, to support your mission. So that was that was a big change as well. And what specific projects is the MCCW involved in? How do you spread the the gospel? Sure. So. So really, um, our strength is events. So women related to the military love to connect with each other. We're used to moving every two to three years, and you have to get where you're going, um, relate, connect, and de- depend on people because our, our spouses are often gone, or the active duty you know, service member, if it's a woman, you know, she's often gone as well. So we, we really connect our women um, through, through events, 
so every year there are various regions of the, of in the world, so northeast United States, southeast, central, western, the Pacific region, and the Asia region and the European region of MCCW, and each region holds a retreat where women at installations from all over that region gather um, to hear speakers, um, participate in the sacraments, relate to each other, and um, learn about various various Catholic resources that are out there to support Bible studies um, and to and to gather to support the um, the AMS seminarians. MCCW loves to loves to fundraise to support the seminarians and training. Um, the other way, the other program that we that we do that really is is what we're what we're known for. In addition to the retreats, is every other year there's a forum where women from all over the world. Uh, gather and just recently in April, our forum was in San Diego, California, where we had um, several Catholic speakers. Um, Archbishop attended, as well as uh, Dr. Ted Shree from the Augustine Institute, uh, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle, who's an EWTN uh, personality and, and Catholic author, attended, and then Kelly Walquist from the Women in the New Evangelization as the keynote speakers and from that conference women were able to take home all kinds of resources from from those organizations so those are programmatically what we do and then we also try really hard to connect women digitally to to resources that are out there so catholic bible studies um, and faith studies and then in our online community women are constantly connecting to ask questions about installations like where do I send my kids to school um, what Bible studies do you recommend for my group our priest is going away what do you recommend for a gift so in that digital community it's really kind of the grassroots of of women relating to each other from all over what is your current membership in the online community I think we're up to 1700 is that right Michelle that's correct, yeah. Okay, and then at our events, um, in the past two years, we've, we've seen nearly triple the number of participation. So at our regional events, we went from having regional events where only 25 people participated to the last time we had our central regional retreat, we had nearly 80 people there. Um, and in most of our regions, we're seeing participation creeping over nearing 150 in the European and North and Northeast regions, and then um, we're seeing that just exponential growth in the other regions. What are the qualifications for membership? Can you be an active duty woman in the service and belong to the MCCW? Absolutely. Um, if I could chime in, you know, Taylor, it's, it's really interesting because I think um, one of the beautiful things about MCCW is we really do offer a sense of belonging, especially for our women who soon become, as they're known in this community, which they don't like to be known as the other, the they's, the retirees. We do want to point out that our Archdiocese for the Military Services is really about the active duty military member and their dependent. So anyone who um, essentially is under the Archdiocese for Military Services as a military ID card holder is absolutely invited and welcomed and encouraged. And even those that no longer technically would qualify under the archdiocese, meaning they now are retirees, 
but still have that ID card are absolutely encouraged and invited. Anyone that is military affiliated with an ID card is a member of MCCW Worldwide. Whether or not they know to join, they just automatically are. <laughs> so um, what I would like to point out, which is really encouraging, that MCCW has done an amazing job in the last two years, and I'm so proud of our organization, is we've become a resource for our priests. This has been huge. We've had, I, since I've been with the organization for the last almost 11, 12 years now, the most priest participation that we have had seriously in the last three to four years. At San Diego, we had 29 priests that were available for our women um, on one of our day's activities for confirmation. But some of our priests now that didn't even know who we were about have now been able to say, wow, this is what you do, and this is who you are, and how can we support and be a part of it? So we've really, really just kind of adapted as well to be an outsource, if you will, and resource for our military chaplains. And you say San Diego, uh, you're talking about one of the annual conferences? Yes. So every two years we hold a worldwide forum, uh, which were known as conferences, but now we are calling them forums because they're, they're more than just showing up and, and while we love to meet and greet um, our women and give big hugs and, and feel that familiarity, we also have a mission. And it was very important to the Archbishop um, in coming on as the current president of MCCW to go to him directly and say, what is something and, and what is something of importance that you want MCCW to have? And his number one and only word he said was formation. So as Elizabeth pointed out, our forum had a lot of, I want to say, holy personalities. You know, the, the people that really are um, very well-credited authors and presented, you know, around the, the Catholic universal church, if you will, um, that are in charge of curriculum and stuff. And so we brought these these wonderful um, disciples of Christ in for the organization. And, um, of course, it was very well received. But we also want to remember who we are. We are the only organization in women's ministry that is specifically geared for military women. And so military women have special needs. Um, and there's many of them. And so we have to be very loyal to what those needs are and not just become another women's ministry. That's not what we're about. And when you say the Archbishop, of course, you're referring to Archbishop Timothy Broglio, Archbishop for Military yes. Services yes. USA. Um, and I suppose uh, the women in the military, whether they be uh, serving themselves or wives of servicemen, uh, see a lot of uh, uh, issues, uh, whether they be spiritual, moral, or otherwise, that uh, by and large uh, the, the, the general population doesn't come in contact with. The, the frequent moves, the exposure to uh, combat, the fallout from that, moral injury, and, and all the other problems that are known to come along with uh, uh, the transient lifestyle of the military where servicemen and women are put on the front line of combat, and uh, their mortality is uh, before them. I want to quote from uh, a uh, some words from Pope Paul VI that you have on your website, and uh, he uh, made this statement after Second Vatican Council. He said, quote, The hour is coming, in fact, has come when the vocation of women is being achieved in its fullness, the hour in which woman acquires in the world an influence, an effect, and a power 
never here, uh, here hitherto achieved. That is why at this moment when the human race is going so deep in transformation, women impregnated with the spirit of the gospel can do much to aid mankind in not falling. Women, you who know how to make the truth sweet, tender, and accessible, make it your task to bring the spirit of this council into institutions, schools, homes, and daily life. What does that mean to both of you? Amen. Elizabeth, can I go first? Because mine's kind of mine. Mine won't be as yes. cerebral as Elizabeth. Mine is going to be very uh, a little more feeling in this, and I, I don't ever want to follow Elizabeth on these answers. So, um, <laughs> sorry, Elizabeth. I will say this: the example that I would like to use, and I'm so glad that you've painted this visual, is I just think of the women at the cross of Jesus. You know, all the disciples abandoned, but you know, the women were there, and of course, the beloved disciple John, but. When Jesus was at the tomb, the woman who went was Mary Magdalene. And women respond to suffering, Taylor. We respond to suffering. But what's wonderful about the way we respond to suffering is we don't do it alone. We understand the value of sharing. We understand the value that it is strength. We understand that to suffer is to love, and who isn't going to be a part of that? And so when you ask me that question, that's the visual I have, and that's the answer I give. This ministry is a response to suffering with the sisters in Christ to bring that joy and to show that there is hope in this and that this is something that we are in together. Elizabeth? Oh, um, okay. So I actually had to go to the website and reread um, the quote because there's so much in there. <laughs> um, but it just, so, so it, it makes me think of an experience. Um, really, in in the last the last sentence, women, you know how to make the truth sweeter, the truth sweet, tender, and accessible to make your task to bring the spirit of this council and institution schools to your home and daily life. And um, I, I think that what it, what that reminds me of is just an experience I had in in MCCW, um, where you know in our in our military communities, it's not uncommon for you to move to a new installation and you meet someone on the playground and you say, can I get your phone number so that I can put you down as the emergency contact person for my children at school? Like, you, you don't look like, um, you know, a mass murderer, so, so would that be okay? And, um, and, but with MCCW in our, in our chapel communities, that last sentence of you make the truth sweet, tender, and accessible, the relationships that these women form with each other brings that to life, and not only um, in the little chapel communities, but in the military installations. So the example I can give you is um, when my husband was deployed last, you know, we're about month seven into this deployment, and, um, you know, I'm driving the kids home from school, and I I got a call from my teenager who said, you know, I broke my arm, and I, I said, okay, great. So I drove home, got him to the hospital. I had my three kids in the emergency room, and it's dinner time, and I had no money with me to get the kids dinner. And I remember someone telling me, a woman from my chapel group that I was friends with, you know, if you ever need anything, day or night, you call me. And so I called her, and she came to the emergency room. She picked up my kids. She took my kids home to her house, bathed them, fed them. And then when, when at about 11 o'clock at night, when my oldest one and I finally were finished getting his arm set, we, um, 
went to pick up my son, and we walked in her front door, and she was in her living room, and her husband was rocking my baby in his rocking chair. Um, and my baby had not been rocked by a father in seven months. And it was that connectivity through our chapel, through our faith, through MCCW, that allowed that that moment to happen so that the sweetness, tenderness, accessibility of of bringing the spirit to life. And that's that's kind of what I what I what I see in that is that just the faith sharing and the friendship that's formed through MCCW plays out in ways that you could never imagine. Um, but it's and all undergirded by by the spirit. And I think what Taylor what Elizabeth showing is that happens not just in Catholic women of the chapel groups or MCW. That happens as military women in all branches. It, so what, what Elizabeth, though, was sharing is that with CWOCs and, you know, with Catholic women of the chapel and with what MCCW does is you have those, while the military is already a connection because you're never going to have another person that's going to an- understand this life except someone who's sharing it with you, the MCCW goes deeper into the non-negotiables, the values, you know, the things that maybe you struggle with as a practicing Catholic woman or a woman who doesn't even really know about her faith but, but wants to have a relationship with Christ. And so I think the uniqueness that MCCW brings to the women is saying, yeah, this is a hard walk. This is a sacrificial life that you've said yes to, whether you're a military spouse or you're active duty. But there's also the discipleship in this. There's the leadership in this. There's the service in this. And so it, it also gives purpose within the women coming into these organizations that just are into the military that just feel like, where else can I, where else can I belong? Where else can I fit in? A good bit of what you're saying you talked about back in February at the Mid-Atlantic Conference. I was uh, pleased and fortunate to sit in on your uh, presentation that you both gave called Ear of Your Heart, Putting on Christ Through Biblical Hospitality. In a, in a, in a few words, uh, can you sum up the message of your, of your uh, presentation that day? So, Elizabeth, you want to sum up what you felt, and I'll kind of sum up on my end of what I kind of felt? <laughs> sure. So, inclining the ear of your heart, biblical hospitality. So, the, the premise of, of the talk was um, was based on Lydia. We, you know, we learn in the book, of, uh, the book of Acts that she was, you know, a purveyor of purple cloth. And, and we don't know a whole, much, a whole lot more about her, but when you really listen with your ear and, and read the passage with sort of a Lexio Divina approach, um, what you see is that she um, brought this hospitality to Paul of saying, you, you know, you and, and all of your followers come stay with me um, as, a, as a response to hearing the message of, of Christ and as a response to her conversion. So the, the message was, at least what I was trying to convey, was that that. Through our, through our baptism, we become these living stones to build, to build the church. And the response to our, through our baptism is to have the, the power to live and move under the, under the movement of the Holy Spirit. And that we, through, through our baptism and through, our, through the love of our faith, we extend hospitality to other people and we, sh- we share um, sacrificially towards others. And then, and then also the, the other aspect of hospitality is, is accepting. Um, hospitality from people. So, um, 
So extending an invitation, but also accepting an invitation when somebody else is trying to express Christ's love for you. Michelle? Yeah, so in summing it up for me, Taylor, it was about when we come as biblical hospitality and inclining our ear, especially to church and building church, it's about family. This is not about loving strangers. This is about inviting and loving family. And so I just use three R's in this. We are receiving the gifts that we've been given. We realize the gifts that we are, and then we have to respond with only the gifts that we can give. And that is the biblical hospitality. And so that is, you know, we are the reciprocated guest and host constantly. You know, no matter where we go, there's somebody that's going to welcome us, but we also have the responsibility to respond in welcoming others. And so in the biblical hospital, hospitality, it's not about hosting. It's about serving. And that's changing the narrative and the mindset of inclining your ear. For the women listening to this podcast who don't belong to the Military Council of Catholic Women, how can they join? Many ways. They can go to our Facebook uh, at the MCCW um, Worldwide Community, Catholic Community. We have regional Facebooks, so no matter where they're at in a region, uh, Southeast, Northeast, Central Pacific, Europe, they can go to our Facebook pages. Our worldwide website, uh, there's not per se a place where you go, I'm a member and I join. It's just making contact, a connection. Um, our retreats, we are actually getting ready to have our European regional retreat called Behold, based on uh, the teaching and understanding of Divine Mercy. Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle will be uh, one of our main keynote holy personalities with us. Um, that will be at Rolldeck Abbey in the Netherlands this coming October through the 19th through the 21st. And that is not just geared for women in Europe. If there are women in the United States that say, I want to go to have a fabulous time and, and be with the Lord and other women like-minded, they too are, are able to um, sign up and register. But um, it's, it's, we are available. We're out there. And we are really a referral basis. I was just sharing this with Elizabeth. We usually are the, the, the organization where a friend tells a friend tells a friend or brings a friend brings a friend brings a friend and um that's that's really where i'm at with how we can get in touch with women and how they can get in touch with us yeah there's no process for for joining Uh mccw and you know no dues to pay or anything like that you just just find us um on facebook come to an event and connect and and it's kind of like showing up at a new installation you're just you're there and you belong and that's that's how mccw is you you show up and you belong and of course you can find more information at mccw.org michelle nash president of the military council of catholic women and elizabeth tomlin past president i should note that uh, michelle is talking to us by telephone from huntsville alabama And Elizabeth is uh, talking to us from Washington, D.C. Thank you so much to both of you for talking to me today. Thank you, Taylor, for connecting us this morning. This is wonderful. (laughs) So long. So long.